Welcome to This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Frisky Brisky Hippity Hop, with photographs by Murray Head, based on a poem by Alexina B. White, with new verses by Susan Laurie, published by Holiday House. What can I say about Frisky Brisky Hippity Hop? It was a complete travesty from start to finish. I'm going to try to summarize the, the book for you, but there really wasn't much of a story in this book. It follows a squirrel, or many squirrels, through their day, I guess, as they play and eat on the ground and in the trees. The squirrels go on to build a nest, but you never see them in it. What was the point of that? You see the squirrels in different holes, but not their nests. At one point, the book tries to add a little action to the story. The poem states, Can't catch me. And there is a picture of a hawk clearly about to catch a squirrel. And I can guarantee to you that squirrel no longer exists today. As you can probably tell, I'm a picture man. I enjoy books with less writing that let the pictures do the talking. But when the pictures aren't very good and you can't tell what the hell is going on, it gets boring pretty quick. The best picture in the book, and there weren't many, was when the book states, Giggly Wiggly, and there's a silly little squirrel laying back, scratching his tummy. The book finally ends with the squirrels in their holes in the trees, saying, See you tomorrow. I don't know if it was a typo, but the last two pages say the same damn thing. They say, Good night, and good night. Or should I say, Good night, good night. You get it twice. You were flipping back and forth like I didn't just read that. I also didn't know I was out for a day with the squirrels until the last two pages. The book didn't start with good morning. So why did it end with good night? Good night. Holiday House must have forced this book to happen in the cheapest way. They must have said, hey, we need to pump out another book, and we don't have anything. What do you got? We got some crazy guy with squirrel pictures and an old-ass lady who wrote a poem 140 years ago. Great, let's make it a book. They probably thought, hey, well, the lady's dead, so we won't have to pay her. We'll save a few bucks. And how expensive can squirrel pictures be? So this crazy lady wrote this poem about squirrels 140 years ago, and they somehow botched it up. There were too many chefs in the kitchen. From the old woman's poem to the new lady who wrote more verses, and Murray Head and all of his pictures that he clearly was trying to fit in. It all didn't mesh. I want to know what parts of the poem were new verses and what weren't. I have an idea of what were. It seems to me like there was a few parts towards the end where they made a poor attempt to turn this poem into a children's story, and it collapsed miserably. I don't believe this book needed new verses. I believe they could have just left the old poem, had some guy draw up a, a few catchy pictures, and leave it at that, and have it be several pages shorter. Why did Mr. Murray waste time taking pictures of squirrels? They're essentially tree rats. If you live in cities, you know there's three different kinds of rats. There's actual rats that live in dumpsters, there's tree rats that are squirrels, and there's flying rats that are pigeons. Did I just list off all three of Mr. Murray's favorite animals to photograph in his next two books? I sure as hell hope not. The pictures in the story were dull, mainly brown and blurry backdrops. They didn't even capture the squirrels in the happiest light. Some of the pictures looked like they were just thrown in there. They didn't even cover the whole page. There was white spaces on the margins, and then others took up the whole page. You didn't know what you were getting. It's like somebody went through their picture collection and just threw it in a book. Not very well done at all. For Mr. Head, who seems to live in New York and loves Central Park, I want to let him know that there's better places to take pictures of wildlife than Central Park. If I got the backstory that Murray Head was a hobo living in Central Park, and he took these all on his Polaroid camera that he found in a garbage can, 
that would at least make this story a little more impressive. Overall, this book seemed like they were just trying to fit this poem around Mr. Head's pictures. This book was all about Mr. Head. Somebody told him that they liked his pictures. I don't know who, probably a family member, but this was not good photography. And the fact that they wrote extra verses in just to squeeze in more of his pictures of these dull, boring squirrels is shocking to me. I can't believe a book like this was published. Mr. Head needs to go back to photography school. Maybe get a better camera. Learn how to capture pictures in better light. And maybe take pictures of a different animal. Well, it's now time for me to get a rating on this book. On a scale of 1 to 5, with 5 being the whole bird and all the trimmings, and 1 being I'm turning my nose up at it and having none of it, I'm going to give this book a hard 1. I'm turning my nose up at it and having none of it. Because there wasn't ever a story in this book. It was all about poorly done pictures. And quite honestly, they destroyed this old lady's poem. I didn't give it a 0 because there was some history. But Holiday House... Murray Head and Susan Laurie, they need to go back to the workshop on this one. This goose is cooked. Join us tomorrow for another in-depth book review.